Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited because today is just going to be a solo episode. And really, I didn't plan on actually recording this today or even the topic that I decided to land on. And those are sometimes my favorite conversations that I guess I have with myself, if we're thinking about it. <laughs> and so really what I'm diving into today is I'm giving you a, a just an update of what's going on at Workflow Queen, what's going on at my firm, Magnetic Bookkeeping and Consulting. And I'm really going to be diving into some fun things at Magnetic, some fun ways to be that we have tried to shift our marketing to really be different and the ways that we have kind of done that. So this might be a great episode if you're struggling with how to be different, how to be not the same as everybody else in the industry, because a lot of people are all doing the same thing and really to encourage you to think outside the box. So I will be sharing some of my marketing strategies and some tips and tricks along the way and what's worked and what's not been working and even the true numbers behind what we spent to sponsor events. So I'm so excited for you to dive into today's solo episode and chat soon. Do you ever feel like if you had actionable systems in place that it can actually take your practice to the next level? Can you imagine the freedom you'd gain from finally getting everything out of your head and into a system that can help you move things on autopilot? Do you ever feel like you want to hire help for your practice, but you just don't know where to start? Trust me, I get it, and you're not alone, but it doesn't have to be this way. You're kick-ass at doing the bookkeeping and accounting work, there's no doubt about that, but you struggle to maintain the systems and operations of your business, am I right? But don't worry, that's where I come in, the workflow queen. I'm going to guide you on how to implement tech, systems, and automation in your practice so you can scale bigger, hire better, and break through to the next level. I can't wait to support you here on the Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast with your host, Alyssa Lang. Hey everyone, welcome back. I am so excited because today I wanted to chat through a couple of things and it was kind of very impromptu. I was not expecting to be recording this episode today or to really be talking about what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So this is going to be a solo episode, so just me and you. And I think I just want to do like an update podcast. I feel like so much has been going on. A lot of people are trying to maybe keep up with what I have going on and not only Workflow Queen, but also at my own firm, Magnetic Bookkeeping and Consulting. And so I figured I would just take a couple minutes. I actually am going to be hopping on in about 20 minutes to do another podcast interview for someone else that's going to be on the podcast. So while I was killing time, I figured I would hit record and just start talking about what's going on and just kind of have a casual conversation of what you can expect over the next year, what's going on with me at my firm, the marketing things that we're doing pretty much everything. So if you're just kind of curious, then stick around because this is a great way to get to know what I'm doing and all the different things. And maybe you can pick up some golden nuggets along the way. So if you didn't know, I've actually had my own bookkeeping firm. It's a bookkeeping consulting firm. It's called Magnetic Bookkeeping and Consulting. And I started this back in 2022 and it was the second firm I've ever ran. And at that time in 2022, I started it with a business partner, a then business partner. And she was located in Canada. And so our intention was to start a company here in the U.S. to be able to take on U.S.-based clients to then move into Canada. Well, about a year into our relationship as business partners, I realized for myself that I don't think I was ever meant to have a business partner. And I wasn't really meant to really take on that at that time, especially at that time in my business life. And so I had to have the really hard conversation and be really super honest and super real with her and let her know that I actually didn't want to have a business partner. So there was three options. The three options given were um, you buy me out, I buy her out, or essentially we would dissolve the company. And so it just made the most sense. And she recommended that I keep the company and that I buy her out, which I really was so happy that that was the case because I love the brand. I love the imaging. I love all the work that's already been into it. And I just wanted to make sure 
that no matter what, because this was my decision of like, I wasn't happy that I was also willing to leave the company or let go of it, let go of that attachment I had created around it because I had to be real and honest with her. And so it ended up working out in that fashion where I ended up taking the company and I had to do a buyout. I'm not going to really discuss the amounts that I bought her out for, but essentially I bought her out in full. And that was at the end of 2022 because now we're in 2023. And so it took a couple months for us to go through the legal stuff because we had to go through like lawyers to make sure that we had the right paperwork in in place and then also do the business evaluation, which we took that in-house and we weren't as big as I wanted the company to be at that time. So like the business evaluation wasn't that crazy intense, like unless you were like a larger firm that maybe like has been more established, it I would have it professionally done by somebody who really understands the business evaluation. So anyways, that was back in, oh my God, I think it was the very end of the year in 2022. And that was rough. It was really, really rough because that person also worked for me at Workflow Queen. And so I think it just, you know, it's hard to separate in some sort of a business partnership. And I think that this is why a lot of people say like, you know, don't go into business with your friends, don't go into business with, you know, family, whatever that looks like. And for me, that would happen to be one of my my team members. And so I learned a lot through the realization that business partnering is not for me, or at least maybe it might be the right business partners out there, but maybe it just isn't the time right now for me to get down, going down that path. And so no hard feelings, no nothing wrong. But at that time, uh, she ended up leaving the company here at Workflow Queen. The very end of the year, um, she had a lot of health stuff going on and um, we still remain in contact with each other. She's just so incredible. And so anyways, at that time, we went through transition at Workflow Queen of like, okay, what are we going to replace her role? Are we just going to continue to move forward? And so we decided that we were going to use our time tracking data, which is why I think it's so important to analyze whether we actually needed to hire out that role. And so we decided not to hire out that role that that team member left us. And so the rest of our team kind of took over all the tasks and it's been working really well. It's been almost about a year later and we're still afloat and we're still happy. And also we don't have a full, another salary on our plate And so at Magnetic, at that time, I think I slowed down after we did the whole buyout and it became fully mine, which I believe was at the end of November, I decided I didn't want to push anything for Magnetic. I did not want to push anything for my firm. I was exhausted. I was very burnt out. I'd created a brand new program here at Workflow Queen. I'm not really involved in the day-to-day work, but I am involved in a lot of the high-level decisions on both the companies. And so anyways, at that time, I just decided to chill out and just lay low. So just as a common reminder is that sometimes it's okay if the business needs to be put on pause or needs to be slowed down because it's of you not feeling aligned with it. And so that's kind of what I did at that time for my own firm. And then in 2023, I was already on a mission. As soon as 2023 hit, I knew that that was going to be the year that everything was going to skyrocket and that I was going to push really hard for the firm because I do have an intention of selling it. My intentions are hopefully within the next like three to five years, I want to sell it for $5 million. And so I have to work really hard to get really high numbers and to be able to get to that point, it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of burnout, and a lot of team members hiring, firing, new clients, um, leaving clients, a lot of marketing, just so much. I already know what's going to go into it. It's just, it's a lot of work when you want to build your business to be at that point. And so at the beginning of 2023, I just pretty much was like, you know what? We're going to kick in a really big marketing initiative. The first quarter of Q1 of 2023, I decided not to push it as hard as I wanted to for Magnetic, mostly because I wanted to focus on clearing out a couple of things at Workflow Queen. So we leaned out some processes and then we did a launch for kickoff of the sauna. And then I was like, hey, Q2, we're going to kick this in. So I hired a PR company and the PR company really helped us to really nail down 
how I was going to do things at our firm to get me exposure. So like media features, blog features, writing features, that's things like being on someone else's podcast to really get me in front of the right audience, aka our ideal niche. And so that was really interesting to be working with a PR company. So we hired them. It took like, I think a month of us going and working through and creating the assets that we were going to need. And so I ended up hiring someone new. So we already had someone on our team at the time who was the assistant, but she was letting me know that she really wanted to become a bookkeeper. So I put her through bookkeeper launch and had her do all the trainings and everything that she needed to do to understand how to do the bookkeeping and how to really get involved in it. And so because she transitioned out of that assistant role, we then had to bring in someone else to help us like like execute those media outreach projects for Magnetic. So I hired someone, her name is Teddy, she's awesome. And so she does all of our media outreach. So like essentially we created like a custom tracker that like we reach out to our deal like audiences, podcasts that they would be listening to, the media features that we want to be on. And essentially we were pitching them. But through that process, we learned that cold pitching, which I should have known this knowing that I'm also a podcaster, I can't stand when I get cold pitched because it's always not so genuine or it's like a third party company that's pitching on their behalf and it just seems cold and detached. And I should have known this. And as much as we tried to make the emails warm and what the PR company had given us, it just... There was something that was missing. So then we started to pivot. So we started to pivot into having conversations with other podcasters directly via like Instagram. So myself, I was actually like, I had my team, like that assistant going and doing the research on what podcast would be a good one. And then essentially what we did was we started to follow them. And so we started to follow them, interact with them, and then reach out to them one day and just say, hey, like, I think it would be a really great opportunity for me to be sharing value with your people. And we've been able to land several of those. So since we've done that PR kick, we've done tons of podcast interviews, media features, you kind of name it left and right. And it's really helped us to get exposure and to start to grow and whatnot. So if you're looking into trying to think of other ways to market, that's one option as well as just getting on podcasts, maybe of the niche that the your listeners are going to be listening to is a really, really great option. My recommendation for that is Don't go in there talking about what a reconciliation is. Don't go in there talking about the basics of bookkeeping because these business owners don't care. I know that sounds really bad when I say it out loud, but they really truly do not care about what a reconciliation is. They don't even know what it means, even if you explained it to them. They want to know about the benefits and not even that on a podcast or on some sort of a media feature. I think a lot of people in this industry I wish really understood this is that lead with value and give away all the things and I promise you people will pay you. And I know a lot of people are so scared to like, why would I tell them exactly how to do the month end close? Because then they'll never need me. Yes, they will. Because even if you give them a step-by-step checklist of all the things they need to do on what date in order to close out their books, they're going to have so many questions in between. And that's where you come in handy. And that's where you say, we would take this off your plate. So these questions are not only answered, you don't have to learn them. We'll take it over for you. And so when I go on these podcast interviews, I'm typically in there to just lead with straight value. I don't even want to pitch. I actually even tell them I'm not here to pitch. I'm actually here to just answer whatever questions. So I've done them for like e-commerce podcasts where I just straight up gave them so much value. I recommended a bunch of really great tips and tricks of things that they can make note of or be able to take action items. So if you are going to be going the route of being interviewed or being on some sort of articles or features, just seriously lead with value. And I promise you that people are going to be like, if this is what you give me for free, I can't imagine what it's like to work with you. So for example, if you just recently joined our Power to Breakthrough Bootcamp that we did back in the end of August, 
you will know that I lead with so much value. And a lot of people converted into joining our big group coaching program breakthrough because I gave so much away for free during this boot camp. It was so insane. A lot of people were like, I can't believe you didn't charge for this. And it's because I led with value because I know that one, I don't want people to join this free boot camp to get nothing out of it and waste their time and then end up walking away with nothing, right? And so I wanted people, even if they didn't move forward in the next step, which is joining our group coaching program, that I wanted them to be able to walk away with wins. I mean, how many of you here have gone to like a free boot camp, free workshop, free this, free that, on like online, they're everywhere. And then you go and all it is is just things you already knew or just them revalidating something. And you're like, I got nothing from this. I have I've attended those myself. And this is why I rarely ever, ever sign up for anything for free because usually it's just them repeating over and over again about how good they are versus like really giving you true value. And so I try to lead with value. And it's the same for the way that we market and the way that we do things at my firm as well. So other things that we have going on is we have a sponsorship coming up in actually a couple weeks here. This is the beginning of September as I'm recording this right now. And so in a couple weeks, I'll be in Dallas, Texas. I will have a booth. So I am sponsoring an event. And so just to be really transparent, this event, I pay 10 grand to sponsor. And the reason why I sponsored this one's called Make Your Mark Live is because my firm, we help specifically online course creators, content creators, and coaches. And the owner and founder of that event, her name is Jordan Gill, and she owns Systems Save Me. And she essentially put together this big event and it's geared towards my exact niche. And I had seen the event pop up because I follow her on Instagram and I reached out to them and I was like, hey, are you guys looking for sponsors for your event? Just so you guys know, they didn't even have anything listed on their website about like, hey, we're taking sponsors. So like this just goes to show that sometimes all you have to do is ask. So I reached out and I asked, they're like, actually we are. And super fun fact, we pulled our community and they actually are really looking to invest this year inside of bookkeeping. And it was like a match made in heaven. And the even funnier and crazier part about this is that when I had reached out to them, Jordan personally reached out to me and she was like, oh my God, you're the workflow queen. And I wasn't even representing my, my company workflow queen. Like I was representing my firm and it was so crazy that she knew who I was and she's not even like a bookkeeper accountant. So that's just really crazy. So anyways, we connected and it just was a match made in heaven. And so they did a lot of stuff pr- prior to the event and whatnot. And so we did like a private podcast thing where like it's part of the sponsorship. It's we sent out a freebie, which we layered in our own like unique freebie and all these different things that we had to do. And so anyways, that's in Texas. And I just ordered like supplies and whatnot. I think I paid around $1,700 for all the sponsorship stuff. So I'm telling you these numbers because if you're ever looking into sponsorships, well, one, I've just bought all the material for Magnetic and that means we never have to buy it again. So like other than merch, like if we want to have t-shirts or like keychains, stickers, magnets, whatever that looks like. And so like we already have like all the booth stuff. Now it's all ready to rock and roll. Just know that like sponsorships, they don't have to be 10 grand. Um, they could be way cheaper. I've, I've heard of some that are so much more cheaper. I just recommend that if you do have some sort of a sponsorship, if you can get maybe a booth or something, that way people can come talk to you. Make it fun. Make it encouraging. Don't make it just about bookkeeping because no one cares about bookkeeping like we want them to. Like we have to have them and show them and have them understand the value of what we do. And so the most I've ever paid for a sponsorship, and this was in the beginning of 2022, I sponsored an event called Social Media Marketing World. And this is back when I had my business partner. We paid $20,000 to have our like logo and information on a side of the badge. And this event was supposed to be a really good event. It was supposed to be our ideal niche. But then last minute, because of like COVID was still kind of like a thing, 
they actually, a lot of speakers pulled out so the main speakers with their audience that were our ideal clients because they had to replace those speakers that pulled out last minute. They didn't have a chance to find all the right ones. So they ended up having to pull in more corporate speakers. And so because it became more corporate speakers, it actually attracted more corporate people. And so because of that, it actually ruined the money that we spent at the sponsorship because they failed to uphold things on their side of bringing in the ideal client that they promised at the time that we exchanged payment. And so, no, I didn't go after them. No, I didn't kind of go get my contract and do all that stuff. To me, it is what it is. We actually landed one client from that event. And then funny enough, a year later, we actually just landed a second client from that event. So even though someone at the sponsorship might not convert immediately, they could convert later. And so so technically, we have paid it off by the amount of time that the, both the clients are going to be with us. But at the same time, it's like that was a lot of money for the, the sponsorship company to pivot last minute and change who was going to speak actually ruined a lot of things for us. And so it was really frustrating, but it is what it is. I won't be sponsoring that event anymore. I will probably attend because it's a great event, but just won't be sponsoring. Other than that, there's many of other things out there that are like $1,000 or even $500, like your local chamber of commerce. There's so many different options out there. Just be unique when you do these things and just get yourself out there. As far as other things that we're doing at Magnetic is I'm really big on doing things uniquely. So a lot of people in the industry are all doing the same thing. And when you're doing the same thing as everybody else, you're always just going to be drowned out by all the other noise around you. And so what I mean by that is it's really important to do something different. And if you don't know what that is, just be aware that don't always look at what other bookkeepers are doing. So one thing that I find for my firm, and I think it's because of like the authority that I've kind of built and the way that our branding is at my firm, it's fun, it's energetic, it's different. We market differently. I think because of that, I've had a lot of people like mimic the stuff that I do, which I just want you guys to know, like be different and it's not okay to steal. It's not okay to like steal someone's idea. I have this happen to me more than I actually want to admit that I find someone who stole my exact freebie that we give at my firm or do things my exact way without our permission because I don't teach marketing anywhere in any of my programs intentionally because one, I don't want to teach marketing to other people. I love it, but I also like to push people to like Melissa Honan is who I always recommend people for like sales stuff. But anyways, what I wanted to say about that is be different. And the fact that you, a lot of people in this industry are all following a bunch of other bookkeepers and accountants and financial people. That's not really doing you any favors. Like be unique. Look at the way that another type of industry is marketing because maybe their tactics can actually be used inside of your business. And so my recommendation is stop following a bunch of other bookkeepers and accountants as your inspiration and start following other people in the industry and try to see things that you can do and sprinkle in to your ways of doing things here at your firm that are going to be unique and different. Like I said, everybody in the industry is doing the same thing. And like, if you truly want to stand out, you have to think through the bigger lens and really understand how can I put myself out there in a way that nobody else is doing it right now. And I think that that's where we have a really good approach to just being unique and being different. But I want that to be your inspiration. But just remember, like, it's great to follow other bookkeepers and accountants. It's great to help each other out. It's great to encourage each other. But really, you're not going to learn much about all the people who are all doing the same thing. Well, why not listen to someone else in a different industry that might be supporting you in a different way and has a different methodology in the way that they market? So 
Other than that, I mean, Magnetic has just been growing really quickly. We are currently looking for a cleanup specialist. We're also looking for an account manager and we're looking for another bookkeeper. So if that's something that interests you, you can send over some information over to support at magneticbookkeeping.com. We do have a pretty crazy like job process that we make everyone go through. If it's for a role that's more involved in the company, then we do because... I need to find my unicorn. And if that's you, then feel free to reach out to us. And I also do have to preface that if your intentions are to see the back end of what my firm looks like, I can promise you, you're not going to get hired. I've had so many people on interviews, job interviews for my firm, tell me, oh, I just want to see the back end of your business. I can tell you right now, you're not going to get hired because I worked really hard to make my firm become this beast of a thing that's really systematized. And if you're just here to steal my processes and steal the things, like it's not, obviously I wouldn't hire you. People pay a lot of money to work with me here at Workflow Queen, which is where you can get a lot of the same setup that my firm has. And so if you're interested, feel free to uh, email us at support at magneticbookkeeping.com. That's my firm's email and I'm happy to chat with you, but that's kind of a little update. I just wanted to take this time to share with you some of the marketing things are doing, what we have going on and just, you know, just thanking you for being here and listening to the podcast. I can't believe it's almost been half a year since we launched it. And I can't believe we're almost at the end of this year. It's insane. So without further ado, let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Workflow Queen and talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of our Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast with your host, Alyssa Lang, the founder and owner of Workflow Queen. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with a fellow bookkeeper or an accountant on social media, and also tag me on Instagram at WorkflowQueen. The more that we work together to get this out in front of other people, the better I can help to serve this industry to create more solid systems and processes. Now go take what you learned from today's episode and apply it into your practice so you can finally give yourself the brain space and freedom that you deserve. I can't wait to see you unfold throughout your journey. And thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. See you next time.